So welcome everyone to episode number 12 of Immunology and Beyond. For this episode, we decided to do something a little different. There's actually no guest today. It is actually just myself, Anna, and Dom. And what we decided to do this episode is to be a little more unstructured. Instead of interviewing somebody, what we're going to do is just kind of discuss some topics that we thought would be interesting to share with you guys, give us our input of things that we learned through you know our many years that we've had through our graduate career as well as kind of funny stories that we had by going through conferences or committees and defenses and whatnot so i guess to start things off we wanted to kind of share our experiences that we have by going to scientific conferences it's kind of interesting because of covid obviously having been to a conference in like the past year i guess i went to one virtual conference but it was smaller and so I really feel for new graduate students that just started. But I guess we wanted to talk a little bit about our own experiences. And the first conference I went to was actually with Eddie. We went to uh, immunology conference in our first year. I think it was really early when we went. It was our after first semester of graduate school. We decided to apply to a conference with whatever data we have. We had it wasn't that much, but we figured, why not just see if we could get a poster with what we have? And we actually managed to not only get a poster, but we got a short five-minute oral presentation. I feel like we should talk about the fact that Anna and I, I just just to give you a little bit of, of kind of insight, Anna and I just like we see something, we're like, okay, we're just gonna give it a shot, and if it doesn't work out, we're you know we're just shooting for the stars, and we saw this international conference, and we we hadn't even been to a scientific conference outside of anything within our program, and we saw this international conference in the U.S. and we're like, oh, there's oral and posters, okay, we'll apply to posters, and sure, we'll put oral, but we, I I doubt we're gonna get it we got oral presentations and we were shocked and we we're like, oh my goodness, now we have to make a poster and oral presentation at this international conference. So it was added pressure on top of going to something that we haven't done before. But on top of that, we had to do two presentations at this thing. That must have been kind of like nerve wracking just because it's like, yeah, we're just going to try this thing out. I don't, I'm not really expecting much. And then boom, you have to be up there giving your presentation and um, a poster presentation as well. No, I was going to say that goes to like the first tip, I guess, is that if you apply to a conference, know that you, you will have to present at some point. You will have to at least do a poster, I feel. And so if you're applying to a conference, make sure that you feel comfortable enough to actually give a talk. I remember that when we got the response, and I don't know if I should say this, but I remember telling Anna, I'm not doing it. I'm not presenting. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to leave early, like just too nerve wracking. Like I just felt like this pit in my stomach. And then it was heat in the moment. After 10 minutes, I was like, no, like I apply, I got to do it. But yeah, it was, it was interesting, but I'm glad I did it in the end. I think it was a very good experience. I learned a lot from it, specifically like getting presentations done and practicing like nonstop while you're at the conference, but, but it was, it was really fun. Um, I don't know if you want to go into kind of the experience of going down to the conference because it wasn't, it was just me and Anna. There was nobody else from our lab going. There was no senior students and our prof who wasn't even going to the conference. So it was just two newbies who had never gone to a conference and we didn't know other people from the center were going just driving down to Pennsylvania. And the worst part is that we didn't fly. So we had to drive ourselves. And 
I took my minivan, which was from 2007, and there was a snowstorm that hit as we we're driving down to the Pennsylvania in the U.S. And I just remember driving down with Anna and we were just stressed out because we were so nervous about this conference. On top of it, there was a snowstorm going and we we're just like, we have to get there on time to at least get situated. But there was just the storm was so bad. Like I was driving super slow. I didn't we didn't know where we were because it was like completely new to us. And then eventually the storm cleared out after like three hours of just driving an absolute storm. And then we see the mountains and we see the ski resort and then everything kind of like tones down a little bit. It's a little better. And then we get to, to the check-in and Anna, do you remember what happened? They asked us if we like, yeah, I think they asked us whether we had like checked in, but we weren't sure if they meant whether we had checked into the hotel or we had like signed up for the conference. So that was like already, we were already confused before even entering into the actual talks. We were just like, not sure what they meant. Yeah. They were like, did you, are you like signed up or did you check in? And we're like, no, we're not checked in. Cause we, we just arrived and they're like, oh, like you, like they thought we didn't register for the event. And then they were like, oh, like this, you need to register ahead of time. And we're like, oh, okay. And then like, we like kind of walked away kind of confused. And we're like, no, no, no. Like we, we register beforehand. Like we we signed up like we're actually presenting and they're like oh okay and then they just like they were like are you guys new it was like yeah like we just this is our first time and then like the administrators there was like three people running the conference they were always just like throughout the three days or two days that the conference was happening they always like came and like check up on us like oh how are you guys doing how are you finding everything are you getting more up to speed now? Do you know where everything is? Like, cause they just knew, like, we just like had no idea, you know? But uh, so I was super happy that it was Anna, that Anna was there. I, if it was just me, I don't know how I would handle it. So I'm super happy that Anna was there for sure. I can only imagine like if you were, if did anybody went by themselves for the first time there, had, first of all, having to drive, how many hours did it take to drive to Pennsylvania? I don't remember. It was from four to eight hours. It was honestly yeah. a long drive. Like it, it was pretty long for sure. Like people fly from here. Yeah. So like driving and then being there in the middle of a snowstorm and everything. Yeah, that's that's intense. Yeah, I would definitely recommend for someone who's never gone to a conference before to go with like a senior student. I think that would be super helpful just in terms of like knowing how everything runs like we did not have anyone to ask our what we thought were like very dumb questions so that could be i guess tip number two if you can go with a senior student yeah because i remember we like because we drove in we were late for the we were already late for the talks and so we tried to go in to put our posters but our posters were also not the right size because they wouldn't, they didn't fit on the poster boards. And so that was already like anxiety inducing because once we got there, we're like, okay, time to put our poster up. And we realized like, oh no, our posters are not the right size. Like, what are we going to do now? We have to try to make it fit. So I think that just added to the overall like stress of the entire experience. Something related to the posters as well was that Anna and I, put up our posters and they were like, oh, let's go see the other posters. And I, I think we had what, not even a year in the lab at that point. No, it would have been like five months in the lab. Yeah, it would have been like five months in the lab. So very preliminary data. 
and we go through the posters and everything that we see is published articles that people had 20 different authors on it. So that was very intimidating at first. And it, it, it was a learning experience to definitely show that there's a high caliber research going on around in that area and people that, that showed up. So we definitely learned a lot. But it was very intimidating, not expecting that. I guess Anna and I were expecting a little more of what we've seen at like the conferences or seminars that we that we have here. I feel like the local ones were that are hosted by programs are kind of you know their works works in progress. But when you go to those that are a congregation of different programs or universities, it's more I guess published work at that point, or if not very close to being done, not so much very early stages and it, if you want to present it like definitely do it i think it was a good experience i learned a heck of a lot from that and, and we can get into after how much more Ann and i wanted to do once we got back into the lab because we were just impassioned and just driven more to do better things just from the stuff that we saw but yeah it, it was it was intimidating but also a very good experience yeah, we definitely recommend for anybody listening to just submit your abstract with, you may not have uh, much data. Like Eddie said, we really had like minimal data, but if you get accepted, that looks great on your CV. And like Eddie said, you're going to learn so much and just practicing how to deliver your talk and talking about your project to other scientists is so good to do like as soon as possible because it makes you more confident with your project. You get feedback right away and you never know who might have feedback on your project that will help you later on. And so the pros definitely outweigh the cons, but yeah, I think for me, just seeing how much everybody else had progress in their project compared to me, just made it really stressful, especially the first day because you're like, oh no, like people are gonna think I don't know what I'm doing. Like they're gonna judge me for how much I have. But in reality, no one's really thinking about you in that way. If anything, it looks good because it shows that you you really care about your project already, even though you've only been in your master's or PhD for not that long of a time. And so it's all in your head if you have those kind of doubts. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that, like just going to conferences so early on and you're like, well, I have nothing, but I think it's kind of a learning experience on it's okay to be the least knowledgeable in the room. Like it's usually sometimes it's like it's a great thing because you are surrounded by so many people who know so much, who can give you so much advice. And like you can learn so much from and in a way, it kind of like maybe it sparks. They're like, wow, I used to be here and now like I'm now I'm here where I am. And it's kind of like just reminding you that you can always move forward and you always move up. So but definitely, yeah, it is. It's scary and it's intimidating and it's really like nerve wracking because it's like, oh, no, I have nothing. Yeah, I would definitely also something I would give us advice is to not be afraid to talk to people. Definitely. I regret just being too scared to go up to people's posters and talk about the research. Um, because again, I was so stressed about thinking that everybody else thought I didn't know enough. Um, so definitely use these opportunities to network because you never know who you're going to bump into, who you're going to meet, who, how they could help you down the road. So, Grab someone, you know, get into the groove of it. 
just even if you try to say it with someone new each day, if it's like a multi-day conference, just introduce yourself, say, tell them your name, where you come from, um, what research you do, and you might make some really good connections, which is something I'm definitely going to do the next conference I'm able to go to. I have also heard that, and this is like, I've only been in science for, or like research seriously for two years, but I heard that conferences are mostly for you to make connections and start collaborations. And I feel like that's where you'll get the chance to meet people from other universities, other programs, other locations. Cause a lot of times we think of, I want to do this. And then you look around what you have in your center. Maybe you look around what you have in your university. If, if you're very like. Uh, you know, looking far, but a lot of times we never look outside of what's in our university and our program. And I feel like conferences gives you that opportunity to do that. And if you ahead of time, look up the people and what the research they do, you can focus on, okay, I want to work with this person. And it's a good opportunity to make those connections that can be very helpful in the future when you want to do a collaboration. Cause they, they'll know, they'll know you and they get to know you in person. And then next time you send an email, they might be more likely to respond or they might be more excited to start working with you. So. Yeah, I would definitely say, um, bring like a notepad when you attend talks and write down every single question you have, even though you think it's not worth asking, I would say at least write it down. And then if you're feeling up to it and you see the presenter walking around later, you can go up to them in a less stressful environment. If it's just one to one, you can ask your question and you'd be surprised. I feel like how excited people get when people show interest in their project. Um, again, it could be something that you think is a stupid question, but really there's no stupid questions. And so that would be a really good way to break the ice. Or even if you don't have a question and you just want to introduce yourself again, I would just state your name, where you come from, what you do and tell them, Hey, I really like your project. Your talk was super fascinating. I would want to learn more about X, Y, Z. Something just to break the ice. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like just putting yourself out there or at least trying to put yourself out there. And I guess like, even if you're not ready to put yourself out there, um, like Dr. Hirota from one of our other episodes, he's just like, be a fly on the wall. Like if you don't know how to, like you can be with somebody and you can go, if they're more extroverted, they can go and talk to the people and you can even just watch how they interact with others or interact through them. So I think that like that kind of worked for me because like when I was going to conferences, I was super nervous and super shy to talk to people. But um, like luckily I was with somebody who was a lot more extroverted. So she was able to go strike up the conversation. And then after I was able to continue just by being there. So that works too. Was your experience similar to like ours, I guess, or like what, what you find and like what you learn from it? Um, but yeah, so I had kind of similar experiences to you guys where I was like, oh, I thought I had to do, like, I had to be there 24 seven, just kind of like not really mingling with anybody enough, but just like practicing. So that was definitely like it was for the, like for the first one. Um, but like I, I mentioned going with the, like the senior student, she was more like relaxed and she was a lot more extroverted. So she really helped me find to strike a balance between practicing for your talk, going to the talks, but also like exploring the area that you're in and 
like talking to people as well. So but I definitely had that experience of like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. What the hell am I doing? Where am I going? Where do I even put up my poster? Like what is going on? What kind of questions should I ask? What should I not ask? I don't even know how I'm gonna like do this talk and stuff. So yeah, yeah, for sure. The first ones I was like a mess all over the place. So yeah, but I definitely did not have the experience of like driving and being the only ones there from my lab. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it, it was fun. I don't know. I, I look back on it with good memories. I don't know if I think Anna does as well. No, definitely like the way back. We were, we were like left with like a really good experience. <laughs> we had so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely, I would also have taken more time to, if, especially if you're traveling somewhere that you've never been before, try to take some time to get to know the area. Like, you don't have to attend the conference 24-7. You could also pick out, like, the best talks that you want to go to, the ones that are the most relevant to you, especially if it's, like, a two- or three-day conference. Just remember to take some time to see the scenery, and because conferences can be super long, they can run from like eight in the morning up to like four or five p.m. So definitely don't forget to check out what's around you. Yeah, and I think that I helps think as well. I feel like if you're sitting there, which we were sometimes, I think we were from eight in the morning to five p.m. Your brain just like starts doing weird things where you're just like. There's so much knowledge being put into it that after a certain amount of time, just nothing will fit. And you just need that time to go explore, like just, you know, we're good scientists, but every good scientist needs like a break, you know, especially at those conferences, because like everything's just so intense with like it's high caliber information, like very interesting. Just like pick what you want and like actually you'll get more out of it, I think, than if you just sat there and for not for like eight hours just staring at like everything that goes through yeah i definitely am looking forward to when we can finally have in-person in-person conferences again seems like we're never gonna get there <laughs> but hopefully next year and next year i will be taking my advice and actually having fun this time as opposed to just being a ball of stress um i don't think there's there's too many too much more about con the conference itself uh there's there's another funny story which i don't know if if we if you want to tell anna about the breakfast oh yeah so this is another reason why i would tell new trainees to try to go with someone who is a little bit senior or someone who's gone to that conference in the past because you could avoid, avoid a lot of embarrassing mistakes. So for example, one of the days that me and Eddie were at the conference, um, there was free breakfast provided by the conference. And so, because we had never gone to that area or that conference before, we had no idea where they would be providing free breakfast. And so we spent like 10 minutes trying to find where we would find the food. And we managed to find someone who we recognized that had been at the conference. So we we're like, oh, great. Like, they must be heading towards a breakfast. Let's follow them wherever they go. So we follow this random person as they're walking through a room. And then as soon as they enter the room, we quickly see that there's food. And we're like, yay, great. Like, we found it. Um, 
but we kind of noticed that like oh this seems like to be not that much food for everybody that's supposed to be in the conference but we didn't think anything of it so we as soon as we got in we got greeted by someone being like hey guys yeah like help yourselves take a seat so we're like sweet so we grab our food and then we go to sit down and then we we notice that there's only one table and there's only a couple people in the room but we still don't really think anything of it so we sit down and then we're like the guy who had told us to come in was like, okay, welcome everybody to the translational clinical conference of, I can't even remember what it was, but basically it was like a special session that had been like allotted for people doing clinical trials within the conference. And so definitely we were definitely not supposed to be there. <laughs> But it was too late by the time we realized that we were definitely in the wrong room. And so we had to sit down and for the next hour, we just had to pretend that we knew what was happening. It was really funny because it was like mostly like 95% PIs. There was just 15 PIs, probably like all, all of them heads of their fields, just like talking about, you know, how do we move research forward in like North America and like all these big questions. And then Anna and I were just listening and we're just like, like, this is cool, but like, this is all going over our heads a little bit. Like we learned a lot, but <laughs> it was just definitely like, we, we, we definitely stumbled it by accident. And it was very much like she said, we saw the food and we're like, oh, it's here. And then I remember walking in and just being like, this is a small room. Like, this is supposed to be like a conference of like 200 people, but like this room can only fit 20. And I, in my head, I was like, you know, they're all sleeping. Like, we're probably here early, whatever. <laughs> and then we sit and then we found out where we were. So that was, that was funny. Yeah, I definitely remember it. Like, it took a while for it to sink in. It was like at least three to four minutes of me eating my muffin before I realized, oh no, like, this is really not where we're supposed to be. Um, so I remember just giving Eddie these eyes of just like, what have we done? How do we escape this? Oh no, we can't. We just have to sit here for the next hour and pretend that we know what's happening. It, it would have been too awkward if we got up and just left. I, f I thought that would have been rude as well because the, I, I, the head of the meeting like was the person that greeted us when we enter and he was like very excited to see us. So I was like, I don't want to let this professor down and just leave. I'm like, okay, you know what? He thinks we're into this. Well, we are now. We're going to sit here and listen to this whole thing even though we don't understand a thing. <laughs> Honestly, I realize now how nice that, that PI was because... They made it seem like we they were so welcoming to us, even though they probably knew she probably knew exactly who was supposed to be in that room. Like they were probably expecting a certain amount of people and certain PIs. So a hundred percent guaranteed he knew we weren't supposed to be there, but he like welcomed us. He actually asked us to introduce ourselves. He tried to like make us part of the conversation. So looking back at it, it was actually like very nice, but definitely won't make that mistake again that's actually so nice because i would have thought that he probably would have been like oh like are you in the right room but it was good of him just not to assume and just to like just welcome you guys anyways so that's pretty cool yeah he definitely made it less awkward than it could have been but that's just supposed to show how like nice people are and you shouldn't really be scared um again like it's super intimidating if it's your first conference 
and you like it's really easy for the imposter syndrome to kick in mid-conference and just feel like you shouldn't be there but you should um if you're a trainee no matter what stage you're in you deserve to be there and you know a lot more about your project than you think so definitely apply to conferences as soon as possible and just try to enjoy yourself Welcome back everyone. Thank you for staying until the end and I hope you enjoyed today's mini episode. We had tons of fun recording this and we hope you had some fun listening as well. So please be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Immuno and Beyond just to keep up with new episodes and new information. And also consider following McMaster Immunology Research Center on Twitter to keep up with any interesting things that are happening at the center. And this was your weekly dose of immunology.